Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 29th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's go straight away to the scores on the doors from Friday night, of course, we are playing a little bit of catch-up football because we did have Friday as a holiday. So there's two nights of the U.S. market to play catch-up with. The Dow Jones closing up 60 points, 38,109 on Friday, 0.16% higher. Had a high of 166 up and a low of 51 down. We did see the Nasdaq, though, slightly easier, 0.36% down, 55 points there, 15,455, with the S&P down 007, 0.07, down three points, James Bond, 48.91, the Russell 2000 hardly changed on Friday, up a measly two points, or 0.12%, 1978, so not much going on there, the VIX volatility index down 1.3%, 13.27, as far as Aussie ASX 200 futures go, we're up 14 points or 0.19%. So it looks as if once again we're going to be heading higher uh, towards that August 2021 all-time high. So it'll be interesting to see how we go today, how we fare in the market. European market's stronger. Stock 600 up 1.1, FTSE up 1.4%. We do have some uh, local CPI, CPI data on Wednesday, so that will be... The focal point for our market this week. Of course, we do also have the RBA February meeting uh, coming up. Uh, 4.3% is the CPI number that we're looking for, down from 5.4%. These are quarterly numbers, don't forget. We do get monthly numbers as well, but the quarterly ones are really what the RBA will be looking at. 43 is the key there. It is widely anticipated that the RBA will keep rates on hold in the February meeting, actually pretty much on hold for most of the year. Um, Many forecasters are pricing in a cut in November, but certainly uh, no change. Although there is uh, one bank, National Australia Bank, which is forecasting a rise in basis points in interest rates come that February 6th meeting. So we'll wait and see how uh, NABs go. They are the outlier, though, in that. US 10-year yields, 4.14%, two years 3.59, slightly higher in yield terms. The Aussie 10-year, 4.235, 1.3 basis points as well. In terms of those Asian markets, well, a little bit of that stimulus uh, starting to uh, ease in terms of uh, propping up Asian markets. Hong Kong on Friday uh, fell 1.6%. Japan coming off the top at the moment, down 1.4%. China pretty steady. Bitcoin had a good, good rally in the last couple of days, back up to nearly 42,000, 5.1%. The Aussie dollar, 65.74. The US dollar index, unchanged, really, to be honest. In terms of commodities, we had Brent crude up uh, $1.52, or 1.85%. We also saw WTI up 54 cents, 0.69%, bucks. The gold price, pretty steady. Platinum doing well, though, at the moment up 2.4%. LME Copper 
down 0.2%, nickel down 0.6%, aluminium up 1.8%, and uh, zinc down 0.4%, lead up 0.5%, and tin up 0.2%. Iron ore easing off a little bit. The big faller, and I have to check this one because uh, sometimes it's hard to get the uranium data, but it looks like uranium fell back towards $100 a pound US. So uh, bear that in mind. might be a little bit of caution uh, required in that uranium pricing. Looking at trading economics for the uranium price, we've still got that from them at $106 a pound. So just be a little bit careful. In terms of US stocks, NVIDIA down 1%. AMD down 1.7%. A little bit of profit-taking creeping in there. Nutflux up 1.5%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.2%. Tesla up 0.3%. Amazon up 0.9%. Alphabetti Spaghetti up 0.1%. And in the banking sector, Bank of America unchanged. Wells Fargo up 09 Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley eased slightly. Goldman's down one3 uh, Morgan Stanley down 0.3. CBA overseas was up 0.2 of a percent. UBS in Europe was up 0.4. Barclays had a good run up 2.7%. Deutsche pretty much unchanged. ResMed feeling the love overseas as well on the back of those results we saw last week up 2%. In terms of the resource stocks overseas, BHP and ADRs were up 0.4. Rio in ADR terms up 1%, Glencore up 1.6%, Freeport up 0.4%, Vale up 1.7%, Albemarle up 1.2%, and US and European oil and gas stocks mildly positive. Exxon up 0.9%, Chevron up 0.4%. We did see Albemarle up 1.2%, and Sigma Lithium finding a few friends up 0.4% of a percent there. As far as our market goes today, pretty slow Monday to kick off the week. We do get some earnings results from Kelly Partners and NetWealth. Also some quarterly numbers out from Karoon Energy and Gold Road Resources. And Woolies has warned of two major write-downs in its upcoming half-yearly report. It said sales New Zealand stores had continued to be challenging. Uh, they look as if they might make a non-cash impairment of $1.6 billion New Zealand dollars. And they also warned that following a review of its 9.1% stake in Endeavour, Woolies will also write down a $209 million loss. As a result, the group will de-recognise its equity account and investment in Endeavour Group and recognise an investment in Endeavour Group as a financial asset measured at fair value. News over the weekend as well saw a federal judge in Brazil ruling that miners Vale and BHP and their joint venture, Samarco, must pay $14.7 billion in damages for the 2015 tailings dam bursting. The companies can appeal the decision. All right, what to watch for this week? We do have that CPI number, Q4 2023, on Wednesday. On Wednesday as well, we do get the U.S. Federal Reserve Policy Meeting, a pivotal one for the markets. Chairman Jerome Powell's uh, press conference uh, is going to be closely watched. We also get U.S. data from the payrolls number on Friday, ISM manufacturing on Thursday, Chinese PMIs for January on Wednesday, and the Bank of England also meets this week as well. All right, turning to news that's now coming out, we've got Network Net Wealth Group reporting Q2 
Funds under advice 78 billion, which is up from 71.98 billion. Uh, the CFO is stepping down. Uh, his timing is flexible, it says. The outlook, the, looking forward, the company maintains a positive outlook for future growth, and the growth opportunity head is significant. Well, there you go. Develop Global has reported their Q2 net cash used in operating activities. Cash and cash equivalents, 32.5 million. Galileo out with their uh, quarterly report as well. Cash and cash equivalents, 10.4 million. Uh, Calix CXL issues a Laylock 2 update. Will relocate to another Heidelberg material site and is on track for construction in 2024. Electro Optic Systems has been awarded a 9 million euro contract to supply Slinger counter drone systems to uh, Dial Defense. Uh, Metals X has reported in the tin market their Q4 tin produced uh, 2,714 tons versus uh, 2525 a quarter ago. So, uh, some numbers out from them. We've also got some numbers out this morning from uh, Suncorp uh, reports H1 natural hazards total cost expected to be 568 million. Uh, the allowances for 1.36 billion. Uh, the guidance, the first half result, be strongly supported by strong top line growth across general insurance business. Gross written premiums growth ahead of guidance. <coughs> Looks a positive there. BAPCOR has issued a trading update has guided to first half NPAP 53 to 54 versus a year ago of 62. Uh, H1 result reflects the strength and ongoing profitable growth in our trade and wholesale business. The results were disappointing due to general macroeconomic headwinds. There you go. I think uh, BAPCOR was one we took, looked at last week on the call and one that we were avoiding. Uh, not too big a fan of that one. Uh, we're also seeing uh, today uh, Seek. Uh, Seek's Chertsey platform enters an integration agreement with XREF. We'll pay for automated reference checks. And uh, WAF, uh, West African Resources, reports a fatality at the Kiaka Gold Project. In other news as well this morning, we've got uh, Bellevue Gold out with their gold production numbers as well. Uh, gold sold total 16,266 ounces. Uh, cost guidance will be published after commercial production is declared. Gold Road out as well. All in sustaining costs of 1973 uh, versus uh, 1798. Uh, so uh, guidance for 1900 to 2050 Aussie dollars all in sustaining costs there. Certainly plenty of production reports coming out this morning. Lake Resources, another one uh, with an announcement uh, with an investor presentation targets Karchi first lithium production in 2027. So plenty of production reports. Quarterlies and announcements to keep you going this morning. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you. I'll be back around midday with the members podcast this afternoon. Once again, thanks for list